Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our show, Tumor Board with Hilario and Anish. I'm your co-host, Anish. And I'm Hilario. This is our first episode of our show, and we are really excited to have you join us on this journey. For our first episode, we want to talk to you about why we're doing this. We're both friends and resident physicians in radiation oncology who work together. And the idea of this show came about when we were just talking with our co-residents on a regular work day about our lives in and out of medicine. Though we do enjoy what we do, sometimes medicine can be all-consuming. So this podcast is us really shooting the breeze about what makes us tick, how we got to be young doctors, our interests in and out of medicine, and really where we go from here. Right. All right. All right. So do you think this show can also be for patients? I think patients would enjoy listening to our show because it gives them a better idea about their doctors and who they are. All right. So, um, you know, someone might ask, you know, why did we call this show Tumor Board, right? And I, I think, you know, looking at the way Tumor Board is done, right? Tumor Board you get a bunch of doctors, uh, uh, oncologists specifically together, right? Uh, we have doctors that treat with chemo, doctors that treat with radiation, and doctors that treat cancers with uh, surgery, right? They get together, they talk about complicated patient uh, cases. Uh, they talk about sometimes even the mundane ones, right? And some of the interesting uh, aspects of, of, of the treatments that they offer in patients, right? And so in one way, we are moving away from medicine uh, and p purely talking about patient cases, but in another way, we're mirroring the the whole sitting down and like talking about the complicated things about our lives and uh, the interesting things about our life and even sometimes the mundane things about our lives, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I think that's the the origin really of the name Tumor Board with uh, Hilario and, and Ish, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd agree yeah. with that. Yeah. All right. Um, so, you know, as, as us, another dimension to this uh, show is that, you know, we, we, we're hoping that we'll be able to interview other physicians too as well. You know, we, we are young, but in oncologists, right? But uh, we, we would like to talk to other people from other specialties, right? Um, and, you know, get an idea of what it is that they do uh, on the day-to-day, -day, uh, what makes them tick as well, the challenging things about their specialties, right? And, um, you know, some of the things that they wish their patients even know, right? So that's something that a patient can, can hear and at least learn something about what their cardiologist is thinking about when they meet them, right? Um, and, and we can also go into the world of finances because we know, as doctors, uh, even though we are professionals and we're really good at what we do in medicine, mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that doctors don't know uh, much about is finances, right? And so you get these high earners, right, who can manage their finances properly, right? Uh, and so they're not independent when it comes to money, right? So that's something that we can also, you know, maybe talk about and maybe get some people to come and share some of the stories about finances uh, on here as well, right? 
Um, and, you know, we can, you know, explore things like medical jargons, right, in medicine, right, for our patient listeners, right, um, and, and kind of, you know, see how we can bring something to the table for the people that are, you know, listening to us, like, go on about our lives and, and medicine. So for this episode, we thought it would be cool for the audience, all you listeners out there, to get to know us a little bit better. Um, so I've been friends with Hilario for a couple years now. We actually met on the residency interview trail, and we both interviewed here and actually met then, but we only became friends when we ended up at the same that, residency right, program. Right. And though I know him pretty well, there are definitely stuff that I do not know. So Hilario, you know, where are you from? I mean, I know where you're from, but <laughs> can you tell the listeners? Uh, so, uh, I grew up in uh, a small village in Ghana. Um, so, uh, I guess I, I consider myself Ghanaian, uh, even though I've been in the United States for about 11 years now. Um, I, I am Ghanaian at heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where you said a small village, right. was this, you know, what did you do? What did your family do there? Right. Um, so, you know, Ghana uh, is nothing like america if you haven't noticed <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah so i grew up in a small village uh southwestern part of you know ghana um most most of the people they're farmers or fishermen um mm -hmm. my family was primarily uh, you know farmers mm -hmm. so we grew crops like you know cassava corn right uh we call that maize actually maize okay. <laughs> yeah, maize, yeah. yeah instead of corn uh um uh, and plantains bananas you know pretty tropical foods it, 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 you know usually like you know primarily grow crops to feed your family right and whatever is left you usually sell that to someone else within the village right and or that so that you can get money to buy mm -hmm. fish because you're not a fisherman right so that's kind of how i grew how i grew up right um there are some people that actually are into purely livestock, have a cattle or a sheep or goat, right? So that's kind of like where I grew up, a very small village, maybe like not more than mm. a thousand people. Uh, well, that's pretty yeah. small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Did you have any um, any animals that you were growing specifically? Yeah, so I, I used to tell people that I was a shepherd. Uh, <laughs> And that's like really me being generous here yeah, because I think the most uh, sheep that I had was probably like around 15 to 20 of them. 15 to 20 sheep. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of sheep. Yeah. Well, but the other people that I consider shepherds, right, they had a lot more. They had, <laughs> they had probably like a hundred of them, right? Mm -hmm. um, but in any case, so I got a, I got a sheep uh, when I was like maybe around eight as, as a present for my grandmother right mm -hmm. uh i thought it was going to be a pet but uh my grandmother had other ideas so that sheep grew and then uh it, it bred with another male like you know mm -hmm. sheep right and the next thing i knew uh it had babies and then within a couple of years there were probably like eight of them running around uh uh in 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 the household uh, so I had to take care of them, right? So I was the the. Well, main... so you were ten years old with a bunch of pet sheep. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was ten <laughs> years old with 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 sheep. Uh, uh, but 
that's that's the kind of thing that you do when you grow up in that kind of the world right uh, yeah. you go to the farm with your grandmother right uh, or your parents and uh you raise livestock if you can so you know people raise your children as a way to take over from whatever business whatever farm mm-hmm. or whatever fishing you know uh, a business that they had so that's that was the kind of like a natural thing for for me right? i didn't think oh i was 10 years old and i was like <laughs> raising shit mm-hmm. right so mm-hmm. yeah so then how did you go from uh, you know being in a village raising sheep to come to the u.s and being a doctor <laughs> i feel like i get this question every every once in a while when i'm on an interview for like at a med school or for like uh mm-hmm. For even undergrad or, or my residency uh, interviews, where I mentioned I grew up in Ghana, and the whole trajectory of the you know mm-hmm. interview just goes into how did you manage to grow up there, and then you know you know end up in the United States doing what you're doing right now, right? Um, so my parents were teachers, mm-hmm. right? So you know most, like I said, most people grow up in my village you become a fisherman you become a farmer but my mm-hmm. parents because they were teachers you know i guess they saw some value in also some form of formal education so they kind of impressed it on for me to like go to school go to school right so you know they bought books for me to read and all that kind of stuff to kind of mm-hmm. encourage me to 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 get into the academics um and then you know if, eventually my dad uh, got the opportunity to come to the United States, and uh, um, and that was my pathway to to get here. So I I went to high school in a boarding school in Ghana. So most high schools in Ghana are boarding schools. So I spent my time in boarding school. I met some really good friends. Right, mm. they lived in the city. Right, so they had more access. Right, so. I lived with one of my friends to kind of write the SATs uh, because I knew my dad was here, right? Mm. And, to, you know, that was kind of like my way to get into the education system in the United States. Uh, and the rest, they say, is history. So you didn't have electricity really growing up, right? I mean, now you're, you know, now you're a radiation oncologist, Um probably the most technologically advanced field. So how, how did that, you know, how did that happen? Was, when did you start, you know, even using Microsoft Word? <laughs> so, um, yes, you're right. So if you grew up in most cities in the early 90s, mm. right, you have some electricity in Ghana, some, right? If you grew up in a village, you had none, right? Yeah. Um, so it wasn't to maybe like, late 1999 maybe 2000 that's when we first had electricity in Mm. our village right and i just remember (laughs) it was very intriguing my dad like got electricity and he had a light bulb in the ceiling right Right. and i just kept staring at it like we don't need to get kerosene anymore kerosene right you put kerosene in lanterns and then you, you you turn it on, and that's that was our light, right, at night, mm-hmm. and that was so intriguing. And my dad, you know, I, I remember my dad talking about how like this is all because of science, right? Like, mm. like science is what gives you the light, right, that, that that you have on the ceiling. So, yeah, so you know, obviously there isn't <laughs> if there wasn't light, there wasn't computers, right? When mm-hmm. I was growing up. 
But I think over time, as, as I went to high school and I moved to the city, uh, that's when I became really familiar with the use of computers. Uh, um, but I would say that I, I still didn't know, you know, Microsoft Word. I didn't really use it for anything because, you know, nobody was really asking me to write anything on, on the Microsoft Word. Um, I did write a few things here and there for like my uh, application, like, you mm. know, personal statement, right? And I wrote something on there, yeah. but I really didn't, wasn't really familiar with the process of like doing and writing everything on, on a computer. So uh, that was really a real culture shock in, you know, in my undergrad here in, in the United States, like getting used to doing everything on the computer as opposed to writing it down right and, and handing me your yeah home, i can imagine your home, homework to your professor or whatever, mm -hmm. right yeah mm -hmm. i can imagine so i know you like sci-fi i know you like star wars did you see did you know what star wars was when you were growing up or was that only when you came here i got introduced to star, uh, uh, star wars by my wife really yeah so only and, somewhat recently then yeah maybe in the past five years oh wow <laughs> yeah 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 uh, but I did like sci-fi in general. Oh. Right? So, um, like I said, a little bit of my interest in sci-fi really started probably the, the two years that I spent in the capital city before I, I came to the United States. And, mm -hmm. and, and so, yeah, uh, you know, it's a very young history in sci-fi. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Is yeah. there anything else um, you want the audience to know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think like uh, if that one thing that I would tell people about mm -hmm. me that I think is interesting is that uh, I I really love soccer, uh, what I call football, right? You are wearing a jersey. Yes, I am wearing a jersey, and I was this was supposed to be like a plug for Arsenal FC. <laughs> uh, so I am an Arsenal fan. Arsenal is. Um, a soccer team in uh, England, um, the, the in London, not London specifically, uh, and I pretty much watch them every day. Uh, even their training sessions, I watch all of that. Right? <laughs> so mega fan. Yeah, I really like, and I I really got the opportunity to watch them this this uh, summer in mm -hmm. in Baltimore. So, um, if anybody wants to talk about you know soccer, I'm, I'm your guy. And I also play you know soccer in. In, in a city-wide league uh, uh, where we're at uh, now. So, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy soccer, and uh, um, you can wake me up in the middle of the night and I'll talk soccer with you. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> Enough about me. Uh, I want to know who Anish is. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to know? Yeah. Um, not not as interesting life story. Oh, come on. You, <laughs> you were interesting to me. How about that? Okay. All right. So, um, kind of tell me how did you grow up? I grew up in a suburb, um, pretty populous suburb to be honest. Um, and you know it was nice. I grew up really with a lot of my extended family right by me. A lot of them immigrated around. You know my my dad's my dad immigrated from India, and a lot of his siblings immigrated maybe a little bit before him or a little after him. So um, it was really nice, you know. All of us various age groups, but they really kind of kept me grounded and kind of growing up was fun with them. Mm. Where, where do you guys grow up? So uh, mostly central North Jersey. 
no such thing as central jersey. <laughs> um, I feel like I always say this, and you always keep repeating the fact that you, you grew up in central jersey. I, I did grow up in central jersey right. because it is a thing. For those of you who know, you know. No, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So um, what, what did you do for fun when you were growing up? Yeah, growing up, you know, I used to be fairly quiet. I am an only child, so I never had, you know, any siblings in my house to really um, keep me active. So honestly, I used to read a lot. I used to wake up every day reading a book, mm-hmm. um, a habit which I'm trying to reintroduce now, but um, but it's something I, I did used to do. Um, I used to play rock basketball, tennis a lot. Um, and really just kind of hang out with my friends. And uh, you say your parents immigrated from India. How old were they when, when they moved here? Do you know? Yeah, my dad, I believe, was somewhere mid-late 20s, and my mom as well. Then they met in India, they got married, and they came here. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And um, in, in terms of um, just kind of like your upbringing, you're only child, but you do have a lot of cousins and so who and how did you get interested in like uh, medicine and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So, you know, I did have a couple aunts through marriage who were physicians, but they never actually influenced me. Um, that was not an influence in my decision of going to medicine. I do have an older cousin who is a cardiologist, um, but she also it was not a impact on me entering medicine. Um, it was really, you know, I think my time exploring in college and kind of shadowing physicians that really convinced me to um, apply to medical school. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what, what, what in, in college did you do that really got you into uh, going to medical school or what convinced you to go into medical school? Yeah. So I, did this shadowing program. It was actually a lottery system. So I gave my name and they didn't pick everyone. Mm. Um, I think they only had space for about 50% of the people put their names in, but I was one of the names and they paired me up randomly with a breast surgeon. Mm. So the breast surgeon, you know, he focused on um, basically cancer related surgeries like mastectomies. Um, And my first day, with him shadowing, we went to the operating room and I saw a double mastectomy um, and some of the reconstruction. And honestly, it was really, really neat experience for me. And then I followed him in clinic and all this other stuff. Um, but eventually other things happened and decided to apply. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. If I went through what you just described to me, mm-hmm. I feel like that would have actually put me off medicine, watching, <laughs> watching or oh, double mastectomies. Is, is, yeah, is it was uh, definitely interesting. I did not think I was going to be standing on the stool for as long as I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did, did you want to be a surgeon after you met this person or it just kind of like sparked some something in you that you wanted to do medicine? It sparked an interest in medicine, not necessarily surgery, but I think it sparked an interest in medicine and oncology. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. I, I did not actually know that about you, mm-hmm. uh, even though we've been hanging together for, for a while <laughs> now. Um, um, so, you know, right now, Anish, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, I enjoy soccer. Like I already mentioned, yeah. I, play, I try and play soccer like at least once a week. Right. Um, I watch Arsenal when I get opportunity to, do. to do that. All right. 
Uh, what what do you, what do you do what do you do for fun these days? Yeah, these days, you know, I have actually been playing tennis in my free time. Um, there's a park nearby, and I do enjoy it. Um, went to the U.S. Open last year to the finals, and mm. that was a lot of fun. Right. Um, I also have been going down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos on um, home designs, even though I don't have a home <laughs> right now. But the tidy home movement is uh, very interesting to me. Um, I like to engage with um, like movies and shows on kind of a deeper level. And I do enjoy kind of exploring other countries, like other foreign cinema and things like that. Mm. Um, I'm a big audiobook and podcast listener and hence, you know, we're, we're starting this, <laughs> but um, I, I, I try and, you know, do one nonfiction followed by one fiction and kind of alternate with mm. that. Right now I'm learning Spanish and it's not going too badly actually. Oh yeah. So we'll yeah. see where that goes. Uh, uh, you you want to say something to our friends? Out no, there? it's okay. No, no you don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I I don't want to embarrass you. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty cool. What's what's the show you're watching these days? Well, this I'm watching the Umbrella Academy, which I know is a few years old, but but I recently got into it. You never saw Umbrella Academy? I did, it's been on my list, but I just haven't watched it. Wow. I'm I'm jealous. <laughs> I, I really did enjoy the Umbrella Academy. Um recently uh I don't have anything that I'm watching that is new, but I went back to an a really old show of mine, uh Grimm. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a a spin off their Grimm's uh, tales. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really did enjoy that in college, mm-hmm. and I just kind of like it's not just like watching those old episodes that I know what happens in them, mm-hmm. but also uh, remembering like the feeling that I had at the time when I was in college watching mm-hmm. that with my roommates and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like reminiscing, so, reminiscing. Right? Yeah, yeah, reminiscing on all that. So. It has like a, an added like feeling to it uh, mm-hmm. right now, and I'm watching that with my wife, uh, which 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 is fun. Yeah, right, so, makes it better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I mean, uh, hopefully, you know, the audience have learned something about us, right? Uh, and, uh, and 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 maybe relate a little bit to us. Uh, I am putting this out there. If you want to talk soccer, uh, if you want to watch Arsenal, uh, <laughs> I'm 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 down for it. Um, so, um, you know, we, we decided to bring you guys uh, along, uh, this journey, uh, uh this show, uh, if you want to call it and kind of share experiences and, and learn from each other. All right. Um, so what's the next episode going to be about Anish? Yeah. Next episode, we're going to dive deep on why we chose medicine, why we chose oncology, specifically radiation oncology, and really that work-life balance that's so important when choosing this career. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And, and that's something that we're going to learn more about, right? Yeah. Um, well, I thought the reason why you went into radiation oncology was because you care about people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tune in next week. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So uh, this is the end of uh, the episode for today. Uh, thank you for coming along and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>